0: Today we're talking about how to actually read labels on your food. I know it's easy to go off the front of the package, see that it's non-GMO or organic, and call it good. Clean eating is about knowing exactly what you're eating, making mindful choices, and being intentional with your food. That means you need to know how to read the labels. So if you're ready to be a master label reader, (laughs) let's dive in. Hey lady, welcome to the Learn to Live Low Tax Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Kleinhans. Are you eating healthy but still not sure you're actually eating clean? Do you want to switch out products you know are probably toxic but you don't know where to start? Are you overwhelmed with the conflicting information out there on what is actually good for you? I completely understand. I also know what a big, different, small changes towards living low-tox, eating clean, and holistic health can make. On this podcast, we're going to walk this low-tox living journey together. So if you're ready to start making simple swaps, grab that iced coffee or matcha latte, and let's dive in. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Learn to Live Low-tox. I am so excited you're here and we're on this low journey together. If this is your first time listening or you've been here from the start, I would greatly appreciate it if you could take two minutes and leave me a review. It means so much to me and I read all of them. It also helps people like you find this podcast. Not to mention, it helps me know that this podcast is helping you and what you'd like me to talk about. So go on to Apple Podcasts right now, scroll all the way to the bottom, hit the leave a review button and give me a rating. Thank you so much. All right, so let's get into this. I believe I've touched on this in a previous episode, but learning to read labels and pay attention to what I'm actually eating has made a huge impact on my life. I used to be bloated a lot. I'd often get flushed cheeks after eating a meal or get nauseous for no apparent reason. At the time, I thought I was eating good. In fact, I thought I was eating fairly healthy most of the time. For example, when I was a kid, I loved pop and candy. Yes, I'm in Michigan, so we call it pop. I had a major sweet tooth. However, once I learned that pop was really bad for you and took oxygen out of the blood and calcium out of the bones, not to mention what sugar does to your immune system and how the chemicals and food colorings wreak havoc on your body, I stopped drinking it. The only time I have pop now is if I take a couple sips of ginger ale if I have a stomach ache and yes, I know, pop is bad, I just told you all that. And apparently drinking ginger ale when you have an upset stomach is like a Michigan thing or a Midwestern thing. I don't know. But I'm convinced it helps. I don't know. I think it does. But don't worry. I'm looking for clean alternatives to drinking ginger ale and I'll let you know when I find a good one. So the point is, by the time I was in high school, I had made some major changes like removing pop and limiting sweets from what I was eating and I had always loved vegetables, and fruits growing up. So I thought I was good. You know, I was eating fairly healthy. Even though I was eating quote-unquote healthy, I was still having the issues of not feeling great after I'd eat. Like I already mentioned, bloating, flushed cheeks, upset stomach, fatigue. You get the gist. I also noticed that my mom was dealing with similar symptoms when we eat together. Now don't get me wrong, I still occasionally deal with these and I am working on my gut health, which we'll get into in another episode. But making these changes in our diet has definitely made a huge impact, and these symptoms happen much less often. And usually when they do, it's because I haven't been eating perfectly clean. As I've mentioned in a previous episode, 2021 was an extremely hard year for my mom and I. We started out the year with my mom getting a severe case of debilitating shingles. I went into more detail on that in a previous episode. But then we ended the year with COVID and my mom got it pretty bad. Mainly because her body had already been through so much with the shingles that by the time she got COVID, she was already pretty worn out. Not to mention that COVID flared up her shingles all over again. It's safe to say it was not a good year. However, the one good thing that came from all of that was the fact I became even more diligent in learning how to eat clean, learning how to read labels, and studying ingredients. I also learned a lot about environmental toxins within our home, toxic products we were unknowingly using, along with holistic health remedies that helped us recover a lot faster. This is why I am so passionate about eating clean and living a low-toxin holistic life. It's also why I'm passionate about sharing what I've learned and I'm still learning with you today. I want you to live your best life, I want you to feel good and not get sick all the time, and I truly believe that what you eat has a huge and lasting impact on your overall health. When you eat, you're either feeling disease or you're feeling healing. I would much rather pay attention to what I eat now than end up in the doctor's office down the road with chronic illness. Okay, so now that you're getting an idea of why it's important to read the labels, let's talk about what you actually need to know. The first thing you need to know is don't be fooled by buzzwords on the packaging. In order to read food packaging and labels correctly, we cannot be distracted or fooled by the buzzwords on the front of the packaging. Marketers know how to make the food seem like it's a healthy option. They know most people are trying to eat somewhat healthy and will see gluten-free, organic, non-GMO, and probably look no further. Or they can be really devious and label something as heart-healthy when it actually has toxic ingredients that are far from heart-healthy. For example, they often market canola oil as a heart-healthy oil. I've even seen commercials that state it is healthier for you than olive oil. All of that is a lie. You do not want to be deceived. Other major buzzwords to look out for include low sodium, fat-free, sugar-free, low carbs, low calorie, 100 calories, whole grain, real cheese, real milk, the list goes on. The best way to make sure you're not being fooled by great marketers who know what buzzwords can get you hooked, or let's face it, pretty packaging, is to actually flip the package over and read the real label. Not even the story that is sometimes on the back of the box telling you how this product came to be. Yes, that story can be helpful in determining if it's a small business or a product of a big corporation. But that doesn't give you the pertinent information you need to know on if it has clean ingredients side note if it does have a family story of how they realized there wasn't a healthy option on the market and they decided to make their own or some such thing it is a good indication it's a better company and could have better ingredients i know a few brands that i love do this However, it's not the most important information you're looking for. What you're looking for, because you're smart and you learned how to read labels, is the actual ingredient list. Which brings me to my second point, actually read the entire ingredient list. In order to read food packaging and labels correctly, you must, and I repeat must, read the entire list of ingredients. Don't just skim them unless you really know what you're looking for, but read the whole thing, even the ones in parentheses. Reading each ingredient is so important because they like to sneak in ingredients that you wouldn't think is in your food. For example, you go to pick up that almond milk and see that it says organic or non-GMO and you think, I'm good to go. You're assuming it's made with almonds, therefore nothing to worry about. It's probably a healthier alternative, right? However, if you were to look on the back of that milk and read the actual ingredients, you'll most likely find gums, fillers, natural flavors, which if you haven't listened to episode 2 yet, you'll want to listen to that one, and preservatives. There are only a couple brands of almond milk that are actually clean. For this example specifically, you would want the ingredients to read almonds, water, and maybe salt. Nothing else. That's it. If you'd like to know which brands are clean almond milks go ahead and send me an email and i would gladly send you that information but we'll get more into milks and all the things in another episode so the key to reading the ingredients list is making sure you can actually read and understand the ingredients if it has something in it you can't pronounce or isn't an actual food item that's a major red flag i can't get into all the bad ingredients to look out for there's too many to mention at this moment, but you want your food to consist of actual food, not chemicals, flavorings, and preservatives. If you can't figure out what the ingredients are, how can you expect your body to know what you're eating? Again, if you haven't listened to episode two yet, I check it out because in that episode, I talk about three major ingredients to look out for in your food. The next thing you need to know about reading labels is probably something unexpected. In order to read food label packaging correctly, you should be aware of and scan the QR codes. Recently, the FDA passed a new rule that companies don't have to actually tell you when the ingredients listed are genetically modified. They are, however, required to have a QR code on the packaging with that information listed if they decide to remove it from the packaging itself. If you're unsure about a particular food item, and you can see that there's a QR code on the packaging, I would definitely scan it and see what it has to say. Because of this new ruling, they are able to hide more information than they previously could. Also, be aware of the fine prints and asterisks. I've often seen an asterisk at the bottom that says it contains genetically modified ingredients. Sometimes the asterisk is a good thing in that it's indicating an ingredient is organic. Either way, it's important to pay attention to the entire ingredients list. If you're wondering why it's so important to know if something has genetically modified ingredients, we'll get into GMOs in another episode. The last thing you should know about reading labels is that the nutrition label isn't as important as reading the ingredients. I know, it's a little controversial. Most people are going to tell you that you should pay attention to the nutrition label and that it's very important to know what you're eating and how much sugar, carbs, all the things are in that food. While that's not a bad thing, it's just not the most important thing. Even if a food label says that it's high in certain vitamins, but it has bad ingredients, those ingredients cancel out the nutritional value in the long run. Not to mention, there are times when those vitamins listed are synthetic and have been added into the food after the fact. It wasn't actually from the natural food source. You're probably saying, okay, Mary, what about sugar content or carbs and calories? Paying attention to how much sugar is in a product is a good thing. It can be an indication if that food is a good choice or not, however paying more attention to what type of sugar is in the food is actually more important. For example, if you see an item has coconut sugar listed in the ingredients, you know that type of sugar is much healthier than cane sugar and has a lower glycemic index. Same thing goes for if it has, say, zero sugar. Just because it says sugar-free does not mean that it's the best choice. Most of the time, the sugar alternatives, such as aspartame, Splenda, or Sweet'n Low, just to name a couple, are much worse than sugar itself which proves that paying sole attention or prioritizing the nutritional label over the ingredients doesn't give you the information you really need to make an informed decision. I'm not saying to ignore the nutritional label completely, especially if you are trying to do macros or a specific type of diet. I'm just saying don't rely on that solely, and to look at that kind of after the fact. Pay first attention and most important attention to the ingredient list itself. Then you can look at the nutrition label and see if it meets the criteria of what you're looking for. All right, to recap what you need to know in order to read food labels and packaging correctly. Number one, don't be fooled by marketing buzzwords or pretty packaging. Two, read every ingredient listed on the label. Three, scan the QR code and read the fine print. And four, nutritional label is secondary to the ingredients list. Friend, I hope you found this episode helpful. I pray you feel empowered to start reading those labels and eating clean. I truly believe this is one of the most important steps to take to living a low-tox life. Remember, you're not in this low-tox journey alone. I'll see you back here next Thursday for another episode of Learn to Live Low-tox. Hey friend, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I hope you learned something you can implement to take one step closer to living low-tox. If you did, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave this podcast a rating and review. By doing so, you are helping other women like you find this podcast. Meet you back here for another episode soon. Until then, remember, one step at a time is all it takes.